everyone, it's your Earth again, Mayo Sir Lua Day. Good morning. How are you doing today? I'm happy to be with you again on today's episode of Daily Devotion with Mo. I welcome you. And today is a beautiful Tuesday morning, and we're grateful to God for how thoughts He has helped us. Almost the end of the month. Wow. A day left actually. Hmm. Can't you see that the Lord is good? He is Lord. He is Lord. Amen. He is risen from the dead. He is Lord. And every knee shall bow. Every tongue confess. That Jesus Christ is Lord. We are not alive by our mercy. It's because he's Lord of our life. And because of the mercies of God. Oh yeah, how are you once again? Our topic today, 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 today is We are at the tears. Our text is taken from Isaiah 22 verse 1 to 14. Before we read, let us pray. Almighty God, we want to say thank you. Thank you for all you have done for us. Thank you for being an amazing personality in our lives. Thank you for being our father, our brother, our uncle, mother, everything. We ask and pray that, Lord, you glorify yourself mightily in Jesus' name. Speak to us this day, even as we look into your word, and let your name alone be glorified in our lives, dear Lord. In Jesus' mighty name, I have prayed. Isaiah 22, verse 1 to 14, I read, The burden of the valley of vision, what aileth thee now, that thou art only gone up to the housetops? Thou that art full of tears, a tumultuous city, a joyous city, thy slain men are not slain with the sword, nor dead in battle. All thy rulers are fled together, they are found by the archers. All that are found in thee are bound together, which are fled from far. Therefore said I, Look away from me, I will weep bitterly. Labor not to comfort me because of the spoiling of the daughter of my people. For it is a day of trouble and of treading down and of perplexity by the Lord God of hosts in the valley of vision. Breaking down the walls and of crying to the mountains, and Elam bear the quiver with chariots of men and earthmen. And Kir uncovered the shield, and it shall come to pass that thy choicest valley shall be full of chariots, and the horsemen shall set themselves in array at the gates, and they discover the covering of Judah, and thou didst look in that day to the armor of the house of the focus, I mean of the forest. Ye have seen also the branches of the city of David that they are many, and ye gather together the waters of the lower pool. And ye have numbered the houses of Jerusalem, and the houses have ye broken down to fortify the wall. 
he made also a ditch between the two walls for the water of the old pool but he have not looked unto the maker thereof neither had respect unto him that fashioned it long ago and in that day did the lord god of hosts called to weeping and to mourning and to badness and to girding with sackcloth and behold joy and gladness slain oxen and killing sheep eating flesh and drinking wine let us eat and drink for tomorrow we shall die and it was revealed in my years by the lord of hosts surely this iniquity shall not be purged from you till you die said the lord of hosts the key verse is verse 4 therefore said i look away from me and we bitterly labor not to comfort me because of the spoiling of the daughter of my people a christian songwriter and composer once painted a very severe spiritual condition but the following lines in one of his songs my eyes are dry my faith is old my heart is hard my prayers are cold and i know how i ought to be alive to you and dead to me in the text prophet isaiah revealed the spiritual situation of god's people in his day the daughters of his people and indeed all the people were all spoiled and robbed of their spiritual values the condition became so severe that their rottenness affected the leadership and the laity in fact some of the people resorted to fleshy debauchery while neglecting all the righteous ways of god their slogan became let us eat and drink for tomorrow we shall die despite this abject spiritual environment around him isaiah never allowed it to affect his faith or the tenderness for weeping over their sins he wept bitterly in intercessory prayers until revival came our current society and good questions need men like isaiah with the obvious spiritual decadence all around we need to show more concern our societies are replete with professors of empty religion who worship god on sundays and deny him on mondays what still is the fact that there are many time killing inventions that act as elixir to cushion the portrait spiritual situations in effect we seem to have lost our tears God is depending on his people to show concern when the prevailing spiritual condition is falling short of his standard. When the ships are down, he expects Christ to go up to heaven for revival. Before we push out today, I mean before we rush out today, we should quiz our spiritual thermometer. Is worldliness replacing our commitment to serve God? Are we losing our fire and fervor for God for the feasting of the Broadway? Let us check up, you know check up inwardly outwardly so dear friends let me ask this question do you have desires to be used miraculously by the lord if your answer is yes then all things must be done in order and in god's time if your answer is no then i don't know maybe you stop listening to this until your answer is yes so for people who has chosen yes you know we need to follow the full step of jesus number one remember the the story in the bible the parable where jesus took the five loaves and the two fishes and um, 
fed the, the multitude, right? First, a need was identified from that um, from that parable. We understand that a need was identified. He, didn't, he had compassion on them, and he didn't want them to go um, without eating. A need was identified, which was bigger than the resources available to the disciples. Also, Jesus assigns the responsibility of the meeting of that need to a group that did not have resources to comply with his directive. You know, his words are an imperative order for the disciples. God's will is for them to feed the people. God's will is the impossible. And the part is that they brought what they had to Jesus. So Jesus took what they had. He blessed what they had. He broke what they had. He gave it back and he used it to do what was humanly impossible. You know, the equation for making your life count for Christ is in this wonderful loaves and fishes story. Dear Christian friend, our Heavenly Father did not save you just to take you to heaven at some later date, right? His ultimate intention was twofold. He came first to save you and then secondly to use you. His desire is to use the rest of your life for miraculous things until the day we call you to come into his presence. Your life can be used, right? And um, will be used if you allow God the Father to do what he wants day by day. You know, pray God will help us in Jesus' name. Okay, guys, let's... um identified the key characters in the parable one by one first was the little boy's lunch and that little boy's lunch is a picture of you and i as believers jesus takes possession of us when he saves us if he hasn't come in as lord then he has not become savior the idea that jesus saves us and then later on we make him lord is an unbiblical teaching made popular by the desire to bring large numbers of people into church membership and um, you know lordship salvation become unpopular because men would gladly submit to church membership and even baptism as long as they were not required to change their lifestyle his life in you is a perfect thing. He created a perfect thing in you that would naturally and increasingly be drawn toward him. At salvation, Jesus placed spiritual life in you, which is evidenced by a naturally growing, evolving desire to be totally his and his alone. And the moment he saved you, a perfect relationship was created by his grace. A grace relationship that is 10 years old is supposed to look different than it than it the day the journey began at your new birth. The point is that it will look different if it is healthy. Don't get confused. <laughs> you don't get more of Jesus because you know because you are growing in, in in maturity. Maturity is learning how to use what you have had from the beginning. You don't become more perfect because you are spiritually healthy. You become more controlled by the perfect one because you are healthy day by day as we grow we become more available to his purposes as you get more familiar with his voice you learn to trust and as you learn to trust then you learn to hear if you hear better than you will follow closer right so pray God will help us in Jesus name you learn to follow stronger because of his faithfulness in the past 
you give in or agree with the father by commitment of your will to the working out of the perfect which has been in you since he saved you now if you are healthy all you want to do is say yes lord and guess what that is all our father requires of us yes sir ready to go sir whatever you say sir no need for explanation i trust you wherever you lead i'll go the father gives every new believer time to enjoy being fed and nurtured by others it gives us time where we aren't expected to have a lot of ministry responsibility it gives us time to learn who he is and more about what he has done for us yes giving us time to mature and allows us to be fed by the by others then there comes a time when he wants to use us to do the feeding he wants to use us he wants to to he wants us to learn to be givers instead of just takers. That is why we can say with authority that it is not Father's will for you to drink milk forever. There comes a time for him to take you off milk. And here is the problem. You still have free will. You still have a choice. Father will make you to do anything that um, he will make you wish you had given him a different answer. If you exercise your will negatively and refuse to allow the process of brokenness to continue there, to continue, there is consequences. No, there is consequence for it. So you don't cease being saved. The perfect work that was done in you was not ever dependent on your works, and it is not dependent on your works now. However, there is a huge consequence when we refuse Father's hand of discipline and choose the easy road. I pray God will help us at all times to always abide because God won't break our spirit. He will break our will. He must show us who serves who. He has to show each of us that it is all about him, not all about us. He has to break us so he can use us. Whatever he is not allowed to break, Father refuses to use, you know. There is a process of purification. It is during this time we learn to take orders without question. If we don't, we can never be used in that miraculous way our Father intends us to. Right? Hmm. No. That's why it's called. What the topic of today was? Um, why? Why the tears? Like, where? Where is? Where is the lost tears? Get. No. That is, are you concerned about what God is concerned about? And you know, the prayer, there are some steps that we need to take for to become usable by God. But one is an undeniable need. You need to be hungry. The people were hungry. An impossible situation. I mean, solution. You feed them. A truthful declaration that is you became the source of someone's strength in their weakness right so always be ready to um, be used by God and let things that concerns God concerns you no the father never called us to anything that we can do without his miraculous intervention father's call always intentionally demands more resources than we have father's call always set us up for great victory father's call in our lives is designed to bring glory to him and benefit to his and benefit to his people 
Your father never at any time intends on sharing his story with us. The sobering fact is that our God Father, I mean our God, opposes the building of any kingdom except his own. If we are building any other kingdom except his, then we actually broke a fight with one that we can never defeat. If it brings glory to him, this the, the resources will be plenteous, the basket will be full. If it brings glory to us, then the basket stay empty. You get the logic. Africa will help us at all times to be broken and to be readily um, available for the use, for God's use at all times. It is important to understand that God wants our all. He wants to use us, he wants to mold us, and not only that, saved us for for our, for our own good. And if he saves us for it, so that you can fulfill purpose, right? So, the thought of today is in a wanting society, a broken and compassionate act provokes revival. When you're broken, when you're compassionate, like how Christ was compassionate in the parable of the two loaves and five, um, loaves and five, um, two loaves and five fishes. I mean, five loaves and two fishes. You're compassionate like that, and we are yielding to God. You know, it provokes revival. A people perfect all that contentious and help us to be usable so totally submissive to his will let us pray almighty god we want to say thank you thank you for your word today thank you for opening our eyes thank you for your understanding thank you for helping us to understand that we need to be broken and compassionate pray that as we go about this activity help us to put that in our mind and let your name alone be glorified in our lives. Help us, O oh Lord, to 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 rock to revival in every corner of where we are. And at the end of today, then Lord, we pray that your name alone be glorified in our lives. Protect us, provide for us, preserve us, and give us victory all around. Thank you, mighty God. you so much dearies thank you so much dear friends dear listeners for joining us again today so i come your way again tomorrow morning to have an amazing tuesday god bless you